Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Overtime on 106.7 The Fan continuing on a day with breaking news at every turn. Dan Snyder, Tanya Snyder hiring a bank to uh, aid in potential transactions, meaning uh, a sale of minority sh- uh, sales of minority stakes in the Washington Commanders, maybe even the whole darn thing, uh, all the way up to a U.S. attorney criminal investigation into financial improprieties. A lot going on, a lot to break down. Uh, MGM National Harbor listener line is open, 1-800-636-1067. Uh, before we get to the listener line, the Commanders – are so in need of what I call a factory reset, right? Starts at the top with the ownership, and, and even if there's some innocent bystanders, there's there's a lot of, of top-to-bottom resetting that needs to happen. Here's why. And here's why an, an, a sale might be the, the first step, and then the new owner can come in and choose their executives. Their executives can choose their GMs, their GMs can choose their coaches, their coaches can choose their players, and we can keep it all the way rolling, everything from training staff to to uh, media personnel, marketing personnel, everything, event staff. And some may be the – I'm not like calling for jobs here. Some may be the people in those roles now, but I just want them to be evaluated before they retain their role. Because right now and, – and, and correct me if I'm wrong, but I, I'm pretty sure I'm right – even the good for the Washington Commanders can't be celebrated because it still has the Snyder cloud over the top. right? If, if you uh, look at any of the media coverage today from the locker room, when, when obviously the big conversation was, what do you think of the Snyder news? The players were saying, listen, two groups here, right? There's upstairs and downstairs. There's the locker room and there's the, the offices, and, and they're different, right? We worry about winning football games. They worry about the business, the ownership, the tickets, the on, the on, the on, the on. We worry about football. Well, guess what? The Commanders are on a three-game winning streak. Three games. They haven't lost in three games. Since Taylor Heineke took over, they're 2-0. and And were they the prettiest thing in the world? No. But a three-game win streak is a three-game win streak. And there's not any one of you out there that can tell me it feels like a three-game win streak should feel because nothing good seems as good with that franchise, right? Your favorite meal, if it's if it's eaten in that facility, probably tastes bland. And I hope that your favorite meal isn't bland, right? You put all the right seasons on it, you go eat it in that stadium, it tastes bland. The good is not as good with that, that franchise. I'll give you another example. Uh, Jason Wright is the president of the Washington Commanders. Right? He didn't he didn't start with any leeway with me. Now he he's, you know, kind of post redo for the, this Commanders edition, right? 
all of the investigations into workplace culture and all that were before or are stemming from before he took over. But he didn't start with any leeway with me because he was chosen by the Snyders. There was a situation during the preseason, and it seems trivial, uh, but at the time it stuck out to me. Uh, a reporter, Scott Abraham, uh, had a one-on-one sit-down interview with Carson Wentz, and, and he asked some harsh questions. And, and media and fans and some players, whatever, they didn't like the questions. That's fine. I'm not here to debate whether the questions were okay. But Jason Wright got on Twitter and jumped into the fray, and, and it weirdly upset me. I was going, the president of the commanders is involved in this? Now, what I should have said, right? What I should have thought probably was, oh, he's still new. He'll learn, right? He'll learn that the, the marketing department should take that or the, the communications department or heck, even Carson Wentz could take care of that on his own. He'll see. But he didn't get like, you know, the three strike start, right? He started with two strikes. As soon as he made one thing that I kind of didn't agree with, I went, oh, my gosh, this guy. Right? Nobody starts with square zero or square one. Nobody starts at the beginning. They all start on, on third base towards me being really frustrated with you. A three-game win streak doesn't feel like a three-game win streak. Even te- like uh, the, the Falcons are four and four just like Washington is. They're on a one-game win streak. There's positive all over the place, right? And they shouldn't even have won their one game that they're on a one-game win streak. If DJ Moore didn't throw his helmet, they probably wouldn't have. The Niners are 4-4. Four and four. Everyone's in love with Christian McCaffrey. They're, oh, the Bay is full of fun. The Commanders are on a three-game win streak. They're 4-4. Four and four. And by the way, the, the Niners aren't on a, on a three-game win streak. They're just 4-4. Four and four. And everyone's in love with Christian McCaffrey. The Commanders are 4-4 four and four on a three-game win streak, and it's dour and it's sad, and I can't help but think, would it still be that vibe, that dark cloud, if it wasn't Snyder owning the team? Full factory reset. Full factory reset. Just to make it so that the good can be good and the bad can be bad, not everything is bad. Or not everybody is starting with two strikes on them. Have to protect the plate. Avoid making mistakes of any kind because it feels worse than it is just being there. This is Overtime on 106.7 The Fan. I'm Tim Donnelly, and the MGM National Harbor listener line is open. 1-800-636-1067. Your reactions to where the commanders are and what might happen if Dan Snyder actually is willing to sell this time. 1-800-636-1067. We have to say it like that, right? Is he actually, really willing to sell this time? Because no one wants to truly let yourself get too excited. Well, we'll go to Mike. He's a lifelong fan on the call-in line. Again, you can call in as well, 1-800-636-1067. Mike, thanks for calling in. Uh, what's your perspective on the, this Snyder situation? Hey, good evening. Um, I am in total 1,000% agreement with with everything you just said. Um, again, lifelong Skins fan or Washington football team or Commanders fan, whatever their name is now. Um, 47 years old and the signs have been there since Snyder took over this organization. I mean, this goes way back to him suing season ticket holders and selling, you know, the, the the tickets to StubHub. This goes to him ripping out season ticket holder seats to put standing room only uh, seats uh, there and not telling those season ticket holders. I have a good buddy that happened too. 
and relocating them without telling them. This goes on to the executives he's hired or the people he's supposedly hired that are in charge, whether that was Vinny Serrato or Bruce Allen. He's always had yes-men in this organization. And over the years, it's been pretty well known that he was pretty much in control of most of the major decisions. And obviously, over the past 10 years, supposedly he was taking a step back and not being involved in those decisions. And yet we've continued to see a mediocre, mediocre product on the field. Now, besides that, I remember Bruce Allen famously said, we're winning off the field. Well, as we've seen over the past five years, we're not even winning off the field. From the culture in the workplace, the sexual harassment, the, the lying about where the revenues are coming from, stealing from other owners in the league, so now just the multiple reports we're getting about everything that's been going on off the field in addition to what's been going on on the field. So for the past 10 years, I've had numerous conversations and debates with, with Washington fans, and everyone said, no, it, it's not Dan Snyder. You know, he's a great owner. He's willing to spend money. You know what people with money do? They spend money and they throw money at people. And when they get those people in the building, those people become the yes-men because, unfortunately, and I don't know Jason Wright personally, I don't know Ron Rivera personally, but you throw a lot of money at people, and sometimes they're a little bit willing to bend when it comes to their morals and their beliefs. So even if you look at what you just said with the statements from the team, from the team president, I mean, at this point, they're just kind of doing whatever they need to do to keep their job and to keep their paycheck. And it's pretty evident that as long as Dan Snyder owns this team, it's continued to be the same thing over and over again. So I'm excited about the news today. However, I just don't fully believe that Dan Snyder, it's in him to, to sell the team on his own. I could be wrong, but I'm hoping we're headed down that path because the ship has been sinking for 30 years, and it seems that at this point it's just taken on too much water to where even he realizes he needs to finally jump ship, and I'm hoping that's what happens. Mike, you, you sound like a lifelong fan that's been through it, so I, I appreciate you calling in. Uh, the phone lines will stay open, one 800 636 1067. Uh, just to touch on, on something Mike said near the beginning of his call, uh, talking about the, they're almost legends. By the way, we, we should say some of the things that, that Mike was referencing, their accusations, allegations at this time. Um, but, but you know, there's, there's a lot of smoke. There might be some fire somewhere. Uh, but what he was talking about was the season tickets. And, and there's almost legendary at this point, right? We've all heard of the, the horror stories. You buy season tickets here, they move you to there. And, and the seats, at least in your opinion, much worse. Or the, the refunds that, that were never delivered, there's, there's, there's horror stories, right? That goes so far against what like every other professional sports team does. I mean, traditionally, season ticket holders are, are like they're, they're not, not quite gods, but, but more than human. They get everything. You send them gift packages. You you acknowledge them at games. You give them perks because they're so valuable to the bottom line. And if you're mistreating your season ticket holders who bring so much value to the team, I mean, that's just bad business. That's, I mean, it's bad business. And, and secondly, just imagine what you're doing to the regular single-game ticket holders if you're, you're treating the season ticket holders poorly. Uh, let's go back to the MGM National Harbor listener line, one 800 636 1067 if you have some thoughts as well. Andy in D.C. has some uh, – no, excuse me. Uh, we'll go to Chris on, on possible new owners here. Uh, Chris, what do you got for us? Hey, buddy. So right – hey, Tim. So right when I'm getting ready to tell you, um, I think that they're going to go minority in ownership. And right when I, when I get ready to tell you that, I'm reading an article from Bloomberg News. And I was going to say Byron Allen, and guess who the article is about? 
Byron Allen is putting a group together to purchase the Washington Commanders. And I think that that, you know, with the way D.C. is, with the way the things that the NFL has had to deal with and not really having a minority owner, you know, save Khan, I think that that's where we're headed with this, that Byron Allen ends up buying the Washington Commanders with an ownership group. That's something, like I was saying, it was, you know, I, I had thought that, you know, just from a Vegas line, we say impossible owners. And then right when I'm looking at that, boom, that pops up, you know, coming from Bloomberg. And I, I really think that's a possibility. You're talking about a factory reset. You're getting one right there. Uh, you know, and you were dead on about like how fans feel because Twitter is a graveyard. Commander's Twitter, even when we win games, you would have thought that the stadium blew up. You know what I mean? Like it's really like an ugly landscape. Um, and, and it's not very fun. You end up arguing with guys trying to defend your own team. You know what I mean? From all this stuff. But yeah, I think that, I think that Washington goes to minority ownership, maybe with Byron Allen and Jay-Z, but Byron Allen for sure. Cause I know that he's put in his bid. Thanks Chris, for thank taking you for my the call. call. Yeah, of course. And, and, and you can call in as well. 1-800-636-1067. Um, as far as, as selling it, actually, and, and that's kind of the, the, the two, two meanings of, of minority owner, right? Minority owner meaning a smaller stake is, is one of the options. But, but if you're going to sell the whole thing and it's going to go to a minority, like a, like a you know, historically marginalized people, that's, that's a possibility as well. Um, now, I don't even know how the NFL could somehow allow Dan Snyder to sell the team while also – saying it has to go to a specific type of person when, you know, if I if I think I know Dan Snyder in any way like I think I do, he's selling it to the highest bidder. And, and I mean, he might not even know their name. He'll just know their offer. So, so we'll see. Um, what could end up happening, however, is something along the lines of what happened with the, the Denver Broncos, where the Walton Penners bought the team, but – they brought in minority stakeholders such as Lewis Hamilton, the, the F1 driver. He's a part of the ownership group of the, the Broncos. So, you know, regardless of who the the majority stakeholder is, maybe you could see somebody, uh, you know, a celebrity or someone that could be a, a little bit more of a face, such as Lewis Hamilton is for, for Denver, a little bit more famous, a little bit more sizzle included in the group. Uh, quickly here, I want to go to Andy in D.C. He's been on hold a while, and, and I was missing him in our notes here. Uh, he has some thoughts on Snyder as well. Andy, thank you for waiting. Thank you for calling in. What do you got? Uh, thank you very much for taking my call, and I do agree with a lot of what your other uh, listeners have been saying. Mm. But honestly, I believe Daniel Snyder is pulling a small, slow game on us all. I think he's going to be like Lucy and pull the football away at the last minute so we don't get to kick it. He's doing this because if he sits there and says it long enough, we get all excited, the fans get worked up, and maybe one of the communities will sit there and then chip in some money for a stadium because they'll want to attract a new new owner. And, oh, look, maybe one of the... Uh, uh, you know, legal issues goes away because he's like, hey, you know, if this legal issue is hanging over the team, I can't get a buyer. And he slowly disintegrates all those people who are getting in his way, and he just keeps holding on to the team until he absolutely is is forced to sell. Andy, uh, I, I agree with you to an extent. Uh, I just think there's there's a number out there. 
I mean, I'm, this is a, a bad example, but also I think it'll get the point across. I know everybody doesn't play fantasy football, and I know nobody likes hearing about others' fantasy football, but it's just, you know, most of us will never own a, a, a gigantic franchise, so it's the closest we're going to get. If you ever put a play, like somebody reaches out to you and says, hey, is so-and-so available for trade? You might be thinking in your head, absolutely not. But what do you say? Well, you know, I, I like them, but make me an offer. And then once you start seeing offers, sometimes, oh, no, they are for sale. I didn't realize you would give me that much. So Snyder might be trying to troll us, right? He might be saying, yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to hire a bank to solicit offers, but there's no way, right? Ha, 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 they're all going to see I'm not selling. Well, I think you might be surprised by the offers. Maybe, I, I think the offers are going to be gigantic. Okay, and, and I'll break down part of the reason why when we come back. This is overtime on 106.7 The Fan. I'm going to break down why Dan Snyder might be the biggest loser, meaning, sure, he'll lose his, his franchise, he'll probably get a little embarrassment on the way out, but that guy, if he does sell, is going to get pa-a-aid. Coming up next on overtime on 106.7 The Fan. One oh six seven, the fan. I'm Tim Donnelly, and here's the deal, everybody. Dan Snyder, if he does sell, which, by the way, if you you're just con- coming out of your your cocoon that you go into work and you were working late, you missed the news of the day. The Washington Commanders earlier today, Washington Commanders earlier today, released a statement saying that owners Dan and Tanya Snyder have hired Bank of America Securities to consider potential transactions involving the franchise. For more of the background, before we get into what all this means, here's Fox 5. Washington Commanders issued a very brief statement in their response, essentially just saying that today they uh, are announcing that they hired Bank of America Securities to consider any potential transactions. In the meantime, the statement continues to read that the Snyders remain committed to the team, all of its employees, and its countless fans to putting the best product on the field and continuing the work to set the gold standard for workplaces in the NFL. And read what you want into the last part of it. That was the direct quote uh, from the statement that came out from the commanders obviously that was the statement take what you want out of that uh to give complete context it was unclear from the team statement whether the Snyders are exploring selling their stake in the franchise total or just a minority share uh however a team spokesperson did tell ESPN according to Adam Schefter that uh that all options were being considered and obviously that would include selling the entire franchise now whatever you think of Dan Snyder it's it's going to be hard for, for him to come out the loser in all of this. Because I, I think most of the fan base, which, by the way, we want to hear from the fans, 1-800-636-1067, MGM National Harbor listener line, 1-800-636-1067. Most of the listeners want him gone, right? They want him to sell. Most of the fans want him gone. They want him to sell. But even if you get your wish, he probably walks out of there with five-plus billion dollars. Maybe more. It's a nice little list, uh, nice little loser trophy, right? Booby prize. You finish in dead last. You lose the transaction. Everybody gets to point at you and say, ha, ha, you're gone. You walk away with five-plus billion dollars, a lot of people are going to be signing up to lose. If the Snyders are considering a full-team sale, I believe it is likely a full-team sale. I think there are buyers out there that will spend whatever it takes Right? Like, imagine we're in a movie right now, okay? 
and and there's a negotiation, tense, dim lighting, right? Back back booth of a of a of a restaurant, okay? And somebody writes a, a number on a piece of paper and slides it across, folds it up. What normally happens, right? You open it up, you see a number with a ton of zeros, your eyes get big. Lose your breath a little. Well, in this case, I, I'm, I'm envisioning some uber rich. We're talking like one of the, the, the richest people in the world, okay? Whether we know them or not. They could be famous. They could be not famous, right? Because there's both versions of like, you know, 50-plus billionaires. And, they, and, and when they write that little piece of paper to fold, across, uh, fold up nicely and, and slide across to Snyder, it just says, whatever it takes. It says, name your price. Because they've already achieved everything they want to in the business world. They just want to own a team. And they don't know when the next one's going to come for sale. They don't know uh, if, if a team in a market like D.C., meaning the size, the, the prestige, will be up for sale in the next 10 years, 15, 20. Right? The, the, the best example of this is Josh Harris, owner of the Sixers, when he was trying to buy the Broncos, which is the most recent sale in the NFL. He reportedly was willing to go up to $5 billion to buy the Broncos. Now, the, the observant among us are probably saying, wait a second, if he was willing to go to $5 billion, why did the Walton Penners uh, make the purchase of the Broncos for $4.65 billion? Why wouldn't they take the highest offer? Well, the answer is Harris never made the offer of $5 billion. Because he felt, and Harris, I mean, if you have $5 billion to spend, you probably are a pretty good business person. Probably pretty good in a negotiating room, right? He felt, he sensed, maybe he got word through back channels that there was no way he was going to win the negotiation. No matter what number he put down on that paper, the Walton Penner Group, the, the connection to the Walmart family, was going to have a bigger number as a rebuttal. Washington is in a bigger market and on the East Coast. Whatever number Snyder has in his head, I bet he gets it. Snyder bought the franchise for $800 million in 1999. The franchise is now worth $5.6 billion, according to Forbes. But that's only part of the story, right? The franchise is now worth $5.6 billion, according to Forbes. Thank you to Forbes, right? I, they, they do all of those estimations, and I have no idea. I'm sure there's math involved, insiders, all that. But with all due respect, a franchise is worth what someone is willing to pay for it. The Clippers weren't worth two point whatever billion that Balmer paid for it. The, the, the Panthers weren't worth the two point whatever billion that Tepper paid for it. But they paid for it because they have oodles and oodles of money, and they wanted to own a team, and they didn't want to wait. The 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 Balmers, the Teppers, the Walton Penner families, there's another one of those big fish out there, and they want to be the owners of the Washington football franchise. They might change the name, they might change the colors, but they want to be the owner. So Dan Snyder forced to sell or Dan Snyder choose to sell, doesn't matter. They get to the same place. With Dan Snyder having a boatload of cash, as if he doesn't already have a boatload of cash. Or actually, we should we should say it appropriately when it comes to Snyder after his little evasion process, right? A yacht full of cash for Dan Snyder. This is Overtime on 106.7 The Fan, MGM National Harbor listener line. I want your reactions. 1-800-636-1067. We'll get to your reactions. Coming up next, again, that number, 1-800-636-1067. Get on that phone line and stick around.
It is overtime on 106.7 The Fan. I'm Tim Donnelly. The Washington Commanders. Maybe for sale? I feel like Ron Burgundy, right? Throw Throw a question mark on the end. The Washington Commanders for sale? We're not sure, but we know that the the commanders released a statement earlier today that owners Dan and Tanya Snyder have hired Bank of America Securities to consider potential transactions involving the franchise, which means, hey, they're at least listening. Now it's up to potential buyers to contact the bank and make a convincing enough argument. I think we're all pulling for those billionaires. Larry in D.C. is on the call-in line. That's the MGM National Harbor listener line. Listener line It's another way to say that. 1-800-636-1067. That's 1-800-636-1067. If you want to call in, we're we're happy to have you. Larry, thank you very much for for calling in. I like the notes I have on your take, so so live up to the expectations. What do you got for us? So we have to be very careful for what we wish for and double for what we pray for. If this team gets sold, that new owner has no obligation to keep the team in Washington, D.C., Maryland, or Virginia. One thing that Snyder would never do to the fan base, he would never move the team ever. A new owner has every right to do so. Look what happened to Oakland. Uh, I believe the Baltimore Colts uh, existed at one time, and then they moved to Indianapolis. So um, we could very well lose a team as well as losing Snyder as an owner. And although I think this market is big enough to get another one, it may take 10, 20, 30 years. So this is not a time to really celebrate. This is not, uh, it's not a good situation. Definitely, I think Snyder should go away if he's guilty of uh, uh, any type of harassment in the workplace, either allowing it personally or engaging in it personally. But besides that, I think this is a, um, it's not good news at all for anyone that's a Washington, formerly known as Redskins fan. Larry, let me let me counter, and 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 I, I like where your head's at. Right, you're you're trying to to look forward. Okay, we're all excited about step one. What's step six? Uh, but let me counter. I don't mm-hmm. think the the new owner would would leave because he's gonna or she is gonna pay more for the Washington D.C. market. You understand what I'm saying? Like, if you're going to pay a premium to buy a franchise in a market the size of D.C., why would you immediately turn and leave D.C.? It's like you paid extra for, for nothing. You know what I mean? I have a counter for that. So someone has convinced the fans to stop going to the games. There's a lot of people. I don't know exactly who these people are. I think they're Dallas Cowboy fans, in my <laughs> opinion. But there's a lot of people that have been saying stop going to the games. And uh, maybe they, the new owner might deal with it for a half a year, maybe a year. But, you know, what if the team is still rebuilding in two years from now, they're still at below 500, at or below 500? You know, it's, it's, another, it's a possibility. It's, it's another good point, Larry, and, and, and thank you for the call. Um, but I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to, again, counter. And, uh, you know, unfortunately or fortunately for me, I, I think I'll get the last word on this one. Uh, but but call back in any time. Obviously, a, a really good call there. Um, I don't see the fan base being nearly as hostile towards whoever the new owner is. Right, the the whole somebody's convinced fans to stop coming to games. 
maybe it's Cowboys fans, maybe it's Eagles fans, Giants fans, right? We, we can go through all of that, but maybe it's Snyder, right? Maybe his actions, maybe the way he's run the program, he's run the franchise, has convinced fans that it's not the place to be on Sundays. It's not the place to be on the occasional Thursday or Monday night. Maybe it's, I want to go to the games, but I don't want to support him. And I know that if I buy a ticket for, we'll just use round numbers here, not not true ticket prices, but it's you know I'm I'm a basic math guy. If if I buy a ticket for a hundred dollars, some decent percentage of that is going to him. So I don't want to pay a ticket for a hundred dollars, where every percentage is another dollar towards him. The the possibility is the 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 reason why they're not going is because of him. So you take him out of the equation, maybe all of a sudden everybody's a lot more comfortable going to games. Also, I think the new owner would take over with a knowledge of the situation, meaning, hey, make parking a little bit more accessible, right? If you're going to build a new stadium, build it somewhere near a highway so everyone can get in and out or build the stadium a bit nicer. Maybe have a nicer uh, field surface so players don't hate playing there. And on top of that, for every person that's called in tonight, for everybody that I've, I've seen on Twitter, for everybody I've seen complaining about Snyder, those people will be almost blindly the biggest fans of the next owner, right? You, you will be the hero. You will be the, the you know, look, look at like an old fairy tale or a Disney movie. You will be the, the knight in shining armor that slayed the dragon that we've seen time and time and time again. The dragon wasn't able to, 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 to be beaten, right? If, if you get Snyder out of there and you replace him, I don't see the fans turning on you for quite some time, right? Because it's all relative. Now, if, if you went, I, I, I'm just going to like, I'm going to throw out a whole bunch of names so so nobody can, can be upset. If you replaced the, the Roonies, the Maras, the Hunts, right, in Pittsburgh, in, in, in uh, New York with the Giants, the Chiefs, if you replaced, like, beloved, beloved owners that have had the, the team in their family forever and have won championships, then, yeah, there's a possibility you might want to get the heck out of Dodge, right? You might be tempted to move those teams. Right, with the reason being, you're never going to live up to the the memory and the nostalgia and all of the good that everybody associates with the former ownership group. So go somewhere where you can be the person that brought football to the to the the town. But if you're replacing Dan Snyder, and and, and you know the 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 examples across sports here, you're replacing Jim Dolan with the Knicks, and on and on and on. Uh, everybody's going to love you. Like, let's be real. Has has have the Clippers won anything since Steve Ballmer took over the Clippers from Donald Sterling? They've had some real, real, real uh, highly ranked preseason rankings, right? On the power rankings, they've been near the top. I don't see rings on their finger. But Steve Ballmer took over for Donald Sterling, and, and I'm, I mean, the Clippers fan base loves the guy, right? Put his face on the Jumbotron, the whole crowd goes nuts. All he's done is give a bunch of money to, to stars that have won elsewhere. Right, great. Kawhi Leonard's got a bunch of bunch of rings on his hand. None of them are the Clippers, and that's just one example. And 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 it's it's not exactly apples to apples, but I think you get where I'm going. Why would you move the team if you pay extra for a market like DC? 
And then why would you, and then on top of that, why would you, you know, leave where you're, you're a hero just for being you? I think that sounds good to all of us, right? Just for being you, doing nothing extra, you get to be a hero? Who doesn't want to be a hero? This is Overtime on 106.7 The Fan, MGM National Harbor listener line still open. 1-800-636-1067. Back with more. Overtime, 106.7 The Fan continuing. I'm Tim Donnelly, and thank you once again to Caitlin, who's back at the studio, keeping us up and running and has been throughout the night. MGM National Harbor listener line is open, 1-800-636-1067. I've had a good time talking with many of you today. Uh, Before we head back to the listener line, which again, 1-800-636-1067. I just want to, you know, we're nearing the end of the show. I want to throw the 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 little things at you, right? It's it's holidays are coming up. You want to be excited. You want to you want to feel good. I don't want you to miss the little things. Dan Snyder looking to sell the Commanders. You know, hey, everybody uh, can see the positives, the pros and cons with that. But what about the little things, the little reasons that might excite you uh, if he does decide to sell? Everything that you don't like about Washington gets reset with a sale. Yes, the big things that are very important, and we've had multiple callers acknowledge it this evening, right? Workplace culture, willingness to spend money in the right ways, uh, upfront, transparent nature with how you deal with fans, the, 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 you know, everything being investigated, financial improprieties, sexual misconduct, workplace uh, misconduct. Those things, yes, they're going to be reset. We should all be happy for that. But also, things that seem unrelated to the ownership suite could be reset. Maybe you're not happy with Ron Rivera. I guarantee you the next owner won't blindly just just stay uh, loyal to guys that were not there or, or, or are not there because of their own choosing. Maybe you, you think they need to go make a move for a quarterback, whatever. Everything becomes on the table. The training staff. Remember how, how upset so many were, the Trent Williams, uh, the, the former player arguments? Everything's up for evaluation. Field surface. Again, we, we can go back and cite a, you know, a greatest hits of, of complaints that have become almost cliche about the Washington Commanders. RG3 hurt his knee. Why? Because of the field surface. Put that on the list of things to evaluate if a new owner comes to town. Location of the next team or I should say location of the next stadium, marketability of the team, name of the team. It's all up for grabs if a new owner comes in. From the biggest, big, big important things to the tiniest little details, the new owner will not be married to anything. It's hard to publicly admit your own mistakes and say we're going to change them. It's easy to admit someone else's mistakes and say you're going to change them. So the next owner will have no problem admitting what Dan Snyder and the previous ownership was messing up, and they'll change things. They might make their own mistakes too, but they might not. They might do things the right way. This is Overtime on 106.7 The Fan. Uh, I want to get back to briefly here uh, the MGM National Harbor listener line, 1-800-636-1067. That's 1-800-636-1067. We'll start with Reginald. Uh, He wants to uh, talk about the possibility of moving the team. Caller brought it up earlier. Uh, Reginald has thoughts as well. Reginald, thank you for calling in. What do you have to say? Well, I just wanted to piggyback on what you said. Whoever, you know, takes over this market, this, 
has historically been one of the top markets in the franchise. Mm-hmm. So moving probably won't even be in the in the in the equation because you figure once you buy the team, you'll get bids on your new stadium, mm-hmm. and fans will come back. Most of the fans are not coming because of the Snyders. It, it's so, exactly the point, right? If you're going to move a right. team, and and thank you for calling in, Reginald. Uh, and I, you know, I always like when when people call in to say I was right earlier. Um, but if you want to disagree as well, that's that's fine. That's fair. We can we can hash it out. One eight hundred six three six one zero six seven. If you're going to move a team, I don't think you buy one of the the top ten markets in the country and move the team, right? You wait for like Jacksonville to come for sale, and that's just a random one that I'm picking, not not picking on Jacksonville specifically. Uh, but you wait for a team that's that's maybe not married to the market, doesn't have the history, and doesn't have the, the size of market if you're going to bounce, right? If, if you grew up in, uh, I don't know, like if you grew up in OKC or you grew up in uh, some other sm- small-ish town, small-ish city, and you want to move the team to your hometown, I don't think you're buying Washington and pay, paying all that huge premium for a big market team to take them to your, your little home city. Uh, back to the call-in line we go, MGM National Harbor listener line. You can call in as well, 1-800-636-1067. That's 1-800-636-1067. Jason in Fredericksburg has some thoughts on Snyder. Uh, Jason, thank you for calling in. What do you have for us? How you doing? I'm doing well. Thank you for calling in. Hey. Hey, this is my first time ever calling the radio, but I've been I've been a fan since 1990, give or take, when I joined the Marine Corps and got stationed here in D.C. Anyway, moving is irrelevant. Nobody's moving the team. My whole point is I've been talking about selling the team for a long time, but I'm a fan, and all of fans talk about it all the time. But now that billionaires are talking about it, I have hope. Before it was just words, but now when billionaires are saying things, things happen. So my point is we have hope. That's good enough for me. Hey, Jason, that that was very well put, and 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 welcome to to calling into the station. Hopefully, you uh, you call in not just to this show, but 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 all of them. They're they're all nice. They don't bite. Um, here's what I'm going to get to, and here's what I'm going to build off of what you just said. Up to this point, I don't, like the reason why this is different. The reason why you're feeling hopeful. Uh, the the way Jason put it was, you know, fans are always talking about it, but once the billionaires start talking about it, that's different. Well, I'll put it this way. Up to this point. It's always been reasons why we think Dan Snyder should sell, right? Investigations, poorly run this, it doesn't look like it's any fun, everybody kind of gives him a hard time. Those are all reasons why we think he should sell. Reasons that make us say, why in the world would that guy want to keep doing what he's doing? Right? This is not a reason why we think he should sell, right? That, that statement they put out, involving hiring Bank of America Securities is is a reason why we think he is entertaining selling. That's it's it's a subtle difference, just a little turn of phrase, but it's big. And that's why Jason, who just called in from Fredericksburg, that's why he's saying he has hope. Because it's the first time there's movement on that end that is making us think it could end up that way. Rather than us having our own thoughts and putting them in his brain. And that's why today might might be, like like quite literally, we might look back decades from now and think of Wednesday, November 2nd as, as a pretty monumental day in this franchise's history, right? When, when quarterbacks are wearing flags, virtual reality is all over the place, all of our games are being streamed on our, on our eyeballs, we'll look back and remember November 2nd. 
This has been Overtime on 106.7 The Fan. Uh, I'm Tim Donnelly. This is actually my first time on 106.7, so if you're a superstitious person and you're really excited that, uh, that the, the, the way things broke today broke that way, well, then you probably just want me on this station all the time because as soon as I, I commit to coming on, it's it's Snyder this, Snyder that, maybe he's out. Uh, no, I'm just being being facetious. But if you do want to continue the conversation, I'd love to hear from you. You can follow me on Twitter at Donnelly Sports, D-O-N-N-E-L-L-Y, S-P-O-R-T-S. Thank you to everybody that called in. Thank you to Caitlin for producing the show. And, uh, and most importantly, thank you to all of you for listening. Uh, overtime on 106.7 The Fan coming to a close. We'll see you next time. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.